0: Hello everyone. I want to be able to honestly discuss briefly what was what was it like to do the episodes on religion and sex Well for me those were the two major topics reality topics of my own life's realities. And the reason why I worded it that way is because one influenced the other, religion influenced the sex, right, in terms of how it was taught to me and demonstrable to me. I can honestly say with the religion one, that there was a understanding for me, and it's something new, so don't get bored that the whole word for word quotations that are in the Bible, I've learned that there's no evidence nor proof that that actually occurred in terms of those words. And I've also learned that to say that the Bible is 100% reliable and accurate, there's no evidence for that either. And I've also learned that when it came to like the Bible, for example, Maybe the game of telephone is one of the reasons why the Bible is imperfect. And so that thinking has led me to understand that religion is not the answer for me, but Christ likeness is. And I live a non religious life. And therefore, Religiosity is not something that I tried to immerse myself in as I was taught. So overall, what was it like to bring the religion sex so let me talk about the sex part. For me, I was able to have a healthy relationship with my own flesh, because my flesh is not bad. I don't see my flesh as something that needs to be solved. And pro- I don't see my flesh as problematic. I honor my own flesh. I honor the fleshes of others. And I'm able to do that without it being abusive, without it being a trophy parade, and without it being a morality competition. Because those three types of sexualities was. One, rape. Uh, two, prove your gender, and three, um, piety, okay? So for people to go, what do you mean? Okay, toxic masculinity, uh, sexuality, um, was the trophy parade. Rape, abusive, that type of sexuality. There you go, non consensual and unwanted. And three, the whole, you have to make an honest woman out of me. You have to make an honest man out of me. And you can't be girlfriend and boyfriend because that's misogyny and misandry. Those are all lies that I let go of all those sexual lies. I really had to for me. And so when I mention that, it's something for me to truly recognize that I can be sexual without being corrupted. You know, I can be sexual without treating and seeing people as Non-human inanimate object rewards, and I've also tr- seen two people as creations that deserve to be um, that that deserve to have and em- to be empathic and empathetic towards. So that is exactly why I thought of doing an episode like this. And another thing. In closing what likely like the religion and sex episodes I would say it's liberating it's freedom and uh, for me it's a freeing of myself from enemy occupation uh, for me it's discharging it's enthralling it's emancipating it's enfranchising it's enlarging it's loosening it's loosening And I am free and able to behave as I like. And so that's what it was like for me to do those religious sex episodes. Without further ado, let's keep going. What does it mean to be polyamorous? (laughs) Medically reviewed by Janet Fito, PhD, LCSWCST, written by Nyesha Johnson, March 14, 2019. Now I must admit this is my last episode talking about my polyamory. I've done plenty of episodes on my pansexuality, my queerness, my being non-binary, my pangenderism, um, my being pan-romantic and all the other aspects of my personal life. So you, on, my, on previous episodes, so you already know what that's like for me. So let's keep, let's let's close out this polyamory with a final, with the last hurrah, hooray! So, polyamory is just one form of consensual non-monogamy. You might picture a romantic relationship as two people commit exclusively to one another, also known as monogamy. Consensual non-monogamy, on on the other hand, involves relationships with more than one person with the consent of everyone involved. So, consensual non-monogamy is something that I do, and I'm going to repeat that for the last time about me. Polyamorous is just one of the ways to practice consensual non-monogamy, that's what I do. You may also, you may have also heard of other forms like open relationships and swinging. I do both open relationships and I do swinging. Um, it isn't the same as cheating. So are polyamorous people quote-unquote cheating on their partners? Nope. I say, oh hell no, hell no. But this is a common misconception. Cheating includes deception and betrayal. Like if like if you and your partner have agreed not to have sex with the people, but your partner breaks that promise. I've always understood about me that I am not a cheater and I could not get with someone who shows no remorse for cheating. I think that is heartlessness and I don't want to unite myself with heartless people because I'm not a heartless person myself. Uh, And it says, The difference between cheating and polyamory is that people who are polyamorous have shared agreements about sex relationships with other people. Now, shared agreements about sex relationship with other people is what makes my polyamory so um, kind-hearted and so square dealing. It doesn't mean you're unable or, 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 or it doesn't mean you're unable or uninterested in commitment. that's true i am excellent at commitment i am excellent at at monogamy i am able to be perfectly faithful yes i am incapable of cheating and so that is a good point that they make and i'm glad that i can clarify for you People aren't polyamorous because they're unhappy about committing to a relationship. Yeah, that's true for me. I just know that I can commit to a relationship happily. It's just not a part of my life package, but I'm happy to commit to a relationship. In fact, one research study showed no difference in relationship satisfaction between people who are monogamous or consistently non-monogamous. Commitment for monogamous people can mean expressing love by putting time, trust, and respect for shared agreements into a relationship with another person. Um, commitment for a polyamorous relationship can mean the same, just with a different set of agreements. Now, that's true for me. And it doesn't mean you're down for group sex. If having threesomes all the time sounds exhausting to me, you should know that plenty of polyamorous people agree with you. Um, I can't have one type of sex all the time. Group sex, group sex, I need my variety. But I am down for group sex and... I am down for two people's sex. I just need the variety to spice up and not be one way, uh, forever. I need, okay, sometimes I need to be better for to be group sex. Uh, while polyamory can include sex relations with more than one person, in that case, that would be me. It's not about having sex with multiple people at the same time. Sex, sometimes, I don't have sex with people at the same time, and sometimes I do. It depends on our schedules, it depends on our careers, depends on what we do every day, etc. For example, a woman might have sex relationships with two different men but enjoy sex only one of them at a time. I mean, sometimes I enjoy sex with people one at a time, other times I enjoy sex with people more than one of them at a time. It depends on my sexual intercourse fluidity. Mm. It, it simply means polyamorous defined as practicing with being open to intimate relationships with more than one person. That yeah, would be me. Dating as a polyamorous person means you're not looking for just one person to share or a romantic sexual connect, connection with. Again, that would be me. It all comes down to four key values. While every polyamorous relationship is unique, people in healthy polyamorous relationships, such as, my, such as myself, share many of the same values, including trust. Just like monogamous couples, polyamorous people need to be able to trust one another. Some ways that they might build trust include communicating about new partners, practicing safe sex, and keeping promises now, that is definitely me. I have trust in my po- healthy polyamorous relationship. Communication. Well, there's a popular idea that polyamorous is all about sex. Some polyamorous people joke that it's more about talking about your feelings than anything else because it's kind of true. Open, honest, and free communication is essential for maintaining multiple relationships in a healthy way. Now, yes. I have communication in my healthy polyamorous relationships. Consent. Of course, you can't... You, Of course, you can't have consent to non-monogamy without consent. For most people, polyamory isn't simply a quote-unquote free for all to do whatever you want. Uh, Taking on new partners, engaging new success, entering new commitments all requires consent for everyone involved. Now, I must say um, that consent is a part of my healthy polyamorous relationship. And lastly, for this key value, mutual respect. If someone considers your feelings unimportant, then a monogamous relationship with them isn't going to work. The same goes for polyamory. It isn't just about respecting your partner's feelings with someone else and or others. Respecting other people, including your partner's as partners, is key. Yes, I have mutual respect in my healthy polyamorous relationship. I don't know if it's right for you, so now that you know how it works, how do you know, poly- you know polyamory is right for you? start figuring out, try asking yourself these questions. How do you have your jealousy? How do you feel when you think about your partner being with someone else? It's not true that polyamorous people don't get jealous at all, but you might be more inclined to polyamorous if you can be honest and communicative and you're feeling jealous. I don't have jealousy because I don't ever want to be monogamous I don't ever need to be monogamous so jealousy stays out the window and it never comes in the window for me and I have partners who are the same way. Do you enjoy variety in your sex life? Monogamous couples can certainly spice things up with some variety in the bedroom, all different sexual settings, but some people desire more than monogamy can offer. If you prefer mixing things up with different types of sex, different types of people, then polyamory could be your thing. I do enjoy variety in my sex life. I do prefer mixing things up with different types of sex with different types of people. So, yes, polyamory is my thing. Do you enjoy deep emotional connections with more than one person? It can be a lot to handle emotional intimacy with even one person. If you got fast and interest in emotional connections with multiple people at once, that's a good sign for your ability to practice polyamory so yes i do enjoy deep emotional connections with more than one person and i do have a capacity and interest for emotional connections with multiple people at once and that means that's a good sign for my ability to practice polyamory why interest in polyamory different people have different reasons for choosing polyamory so what so what about it interests uh, polyamory isn't an easy fix relationship problems, or way to justify cheating. None of those issues have anything to do with me nor my partners. Um, you and your partners must have a genuine interest in exploring additional relationships for polyamory to work, and indeed, we do. We all do. Me and my partners. Keep in mind that it's always possible to try out polyamory, to decide it's not for you. For anybody listening. The process of evaluating desires and adjusting accordingly is ongoing. Why am I interested in polyamory? Because I love to experience the good variety of the good human diversity. Positive persons only. Made it that simple. How to bring it up with your current partner? Of course, if you're in a monogamous relationship now, then talking with your current partner is an essential step to figuring out the problem you're these tips, these tips can help the conversation, be honest. It's honorable if you want to avoid hurting your partner's feelings, but keeping your true feelings to yourself won't set up realistic expectations. For example, sex with other people is what you want type partner. So together, the two of you can work with any feelings that come up about it. Use I statements to focus on your own feelings. This isn't about something your partner's doing wrong, and if it is, you need to address that on its own rather than trying to fix it with polyamory. Talk about why polyamory is right to you, so mentioning what, what your partner could get out of it can help too. That way you don't start off on the wrong foot by finding that your partner isn't enough. Take your time. There's no need to rush this. If your partner needs time to think about it or wants to read up on polyamory before making a decision, that's not a bad thing. The more informed and in touch with your feelings you both are, the stronger foundation you have for moving forward. This probably is going to be a one-time conversation. Establishing and maintaining polyamorous, establishing and maintaining polyamorous relationships requires ongoing communication. I'd establish ground rules. If you only a the decide to get polyamory a ghost, time to figure out the specifics of what that means to you. Did, these ideas help make setting browners a fun and informative process? Think about what you're looking forward to. Are you excited about going on first dates again? I say yes. What about trying sex acts that you can't do with your current partner? I look forward to trying it with partners who are willing. You know, no comparisons here. No one's being sized up or sized down, you know. Reflecting on what you're looking for to so can help you identify areas where you need to set boundaries. Like the department doesn't want to hear the details of your first date, then that's cool. Hey, I'm I'm not in a relationship, so it's much easier for me to go. I'm okay with that. That's cool. Credit yes, no, maybe list. A yes, no, maybe chart. A yes, no, maybe chart could be a useful tool for staff to like, and boundaries in an intimate relationship. Try making a list of polyamory specific items. For example, you might say yes to bring other partners on the visit, no to having overnight guests, and maybe to start overnight at another partner's home. So, yes, I do have a yes, no, maybe list for myself and my partners. Make plans for checking and winning Just because you set ground rules, you're going to make In fact, it's best to keep talking about your relationship parameters to make sure they're still working out and change things up if necessary. If you're trying polyamory for the first time, it might be fun to plan regular check-ins to share how it's going for you. So, yes, I do make plans for checking in and, re- and renegotiating. And it also talks about emotional boundaries too. And it says if you're, yes, if you're trying polyamory for the and remember, if you're trying polyamory for the first time, it might be fun playing regular check-in how it's going for you. And then it says, emotional boundaries to consider. Considered, considering different categories of boundaries can help you get all the bases covered. Here's some examples of emotional boundaries. Casual versus serious relationships. Are you okay with your partner building a deep, long-term relationship with someone else, or would you prefer if they kept things Casual. How would you feel if they said I love you to person, called another person, call another person a boyfriend, girlfriend, partner? Here's what I say I, I'm i all for casual relationships. But if they have a relationship where their partner is okay with them being with me, then I don't mind them having a deep-long relationship with someone else. Like if they have a kind of relationship, you can be, we can be serious about each other, but you can, you know, have things casual with me or if you're like hey you can have long relationships with another person and Antonio and we'll, we'll have an understanding that we're not fully committed to each other um, all of us and we you know there's flexibility on hey we can all be with the we could all be with the same partner then I'm all for it you know, if they want to keep things casual that's cool too. But as long as we all get to have the same partner when it comes to those things and, you know, it's fine. Same partners, same partners, different partners, but you know, as long as no one's feelings are hurt, I don't see why not. They said love to another person, wouldn't bother me. They call another person boyfriend, girlfriend, or partner, wouldn't bother me either. So, yeah, I'm a casual type of person. But I don't mind being a part of other people's serious relationships because you can have a serious open relationship you can bind it to, hey we were together at the same time if you have attraction to others it's okay we're together primarily but hey sometimes kind of times outside you know hey Sharing details with each other. How much would you like to tell your partner about your dating life or hear about this? Do you want to know about the details of your partner has sex, Just the fact that your partner has sex and I hear about sex at all? Me, I don't care because I am so secure in myself. As long as what they're sharing or not sharing is something that they agree with their partner, I don't give a fuck about the whole I don't want to feel jealous thing. I don't want to feel insecure because i don't feel insecure i don't feel jealous i say once again and it's up to them i don't have a preference on any of those details i really don't frequency of seeing others how often would you like to spend time with other people as long as our as long as our schedules are friendly to each other in terms of free time would you prefer to save dates for the weekends no more than once a week hey as long as it's friendly to our budgeting financially, I don't put a time limit on duration. <laughs> do you want to designate certain holidays for times primary partner? Hey, you know, if they want to, sure. I I don't give a shit. telling other people about your polyamorous status. How would you feel if your partner is just another partner to their family, to your kids, or to the public, via social media? One, I, I I'm I will never be a parent. But my partner is another partner to their family. That's cool, or publicly social media. That's cool. To so kids, I uh, just say, hey, as long as there's no uh, family drama that can cause problems with kids. You know, like exes and this girl's a styles. No Judge Judy, Maury. You know Jerry Springer and it's all good. Okay. Physical boundaries to consider. Physical boundaries include sexual acts, displays of affection, how you share space together. So yes, I'm all for sexual acts, I'm all for displays of affection, and I I, I like them personally, but I, more importantly, I, I, I honor shared space together, and I honor physical boundaries. Kissing, cuddling, and other non-sexual acts. Maybe you're fine with sex yourself, but kissing feels more like something that only you and your partner share. Um, I'm fine with both sex and kissing. Or you might be okay with your partner cuddling in private and holding hands with someone else in public space. Hey, I'm okay with all myself all my partners involved, kissing each other, having sex, and... We're all cuddling and holding hands. I'm okay with all this stuff, because again, I'm not monogamous. Um, so yes, kissing, and cuddling, and other non-sexual acts are absolutely fun for me. Sharing space with your partners with partners. Do you want to avoid being in the same place at the same time as your partners other partners? It depends on their comfort level. If they don't want that, fine. If they do want that, cool. I don't really have a lot of preference i said it for the last time i'm not But i'm okay with sharing space as long as you don't have to witness displays of affection between them i leave that up to them because i don't care um how do you feel about going on three-way or four-way dates i'm open to it if they're not open to it then that's fine i just again i don't care um sexual acts and safe sex practices how do you feel about different types of sex, like oral sex, anal sex, one-time sex with a stranger, BDSM? Well, I'm all for BDSM. I'm all for oral sex. I'm all for anal sex. One-time sex with a stranger. As long as they're a decent stranger. <laughs> not stranger danger type stranger, but if I know enough about the person where they're cool and they're level-headed, that'll be the i give them the best one stand they ever had. Are there sex acts that you'd rather keep saying your partner? No. Is sex with other people okay only with barriers like condoms? Yes. Yes. Safe sex only and that's it. How to navigate the transition. Not everyone shifts the polyamory from their non if you're a newbie. It could be hard to know where to start with find a polyamorous partner bringing up the subject from their partner. Try these ideas to wade into the polyamorous and of the dating pool. Join a community of non-monogamous people. You can find online groups of people who practice consensual non-monogamy worldwide around the country or in your local area. By the way, when I answer the questions, I'm not answering the questions for you. I'm answering the questions for myself so you all can hear me answer the questions for myself. But you can always answer the questions for yourself. I'm not speaking for everybody listening, all right. You can also meet people in person like by joining Polyamorous Meetup group in the region. Eventually I will be doing that. Eventually I'm gonna join out with people eventually. Very soon and very soon. Life is opening back up, so that's favorable to us. Use an app for dating sites. Dating apps are just Noggins people. By adding polyamorous to your profile, you can find others that might be interesting. Polyamics people have found success in sites like OkCupid, okay, Life, and Tinder. There are even a few services out there just for polyamorous people like PolyMatchMaker. So, apps, dating sites, I'm just going to use the ones that are safe and ethical and law-abiding and honest. And I know how to avoid the creeps and to stick with people who have soft hearts. Moving right along, cover the top of polymer. So you say you met someone new you haven't talked about polyamory yet. Now what? You might feel nerve-wracking to mention on one of your first dates, but if not, it's a difference for you. It's important to be clear about what you're looking for. Though so I'm very honest about my polyamory, the fact that I can do podcast episodes telling the world that polyamory is my thing, you know in person it won't be an issue. Uh, some ways to bring up polyamory with a potential new partner. What are you looking for in a relationship? Are you trying to find something exclusive? Before things get serious, I'd like to share that I prefer not to be monogamous. How do you feel about dating multiple people at once? I was reading about polyamory. I think I might like to try it. You heard of polyamory? What do you think? Those are the type of questions that I ask potential new partners. Not everyone is open to the idea of polyamory. And if you're looking for someone who is, don't be afraid to say no to a date with someone who's strictly monogamous. Oh, I have no fear of that whatsoever. Again, I'm speaking my thoughts, but you can speak your thoughts too. I'm not uh, being a uh, dictator here. Terms to be familiar with. If polyamory is new to you, here are a few terms. If polyamory is new to you, here are a few terms that can help you understand it more. Primary and primary partner is a quote unquote main squeeze in a polyamorous relationship with the hierarchical structure. Not every polyamorous relationship has one. If you do, your primary might be the person you live with, have kids with, or are married to. Uh, Secondary. A secondary partner has a more casual relationship than the primary. You might be politically into to, to your secondary partner, but your lives are less inclined to elements like finance or housing. Triad A triad, also referred to recently as a throughput, a relationship between three people. It might look like one person dating two, two, two different people or all three dating one another. Quad A quad is a relationship involving four people. A common example is when two polyamorous couples meet, each person is dating one person from the other. Full squad. A full squad consists of four people. Each romantic or sexual involved with every other. Polycule, Polycule is the whole network of people dramatically connected. For example, it might include you and your husband, your husband's girlfriend, your husband's girlfriend's wife, and so on. Think of it as a drawing that shows all of your the life. A the Conversion the sometimes called after the act is feeling the joy that a person feels to their partner of another person. Metamor. Metamore is your partner's part, for example, your wife's girlfriend's diabetic possession of all the Paramore. Paramore is for an outside member of a marriage, for example, the girlfriend of the husband is polyamorous marriage. Solo polyamorous. Um, solo polyamorous, you're not, you're not interested in becoming part of a couple and other are the with such as sharing, financial, housing, and marriage. There's nothing like the secondary partner to separate people, but prefer not to have a primary partner. So... I want to talk about what I am. I dare say... What am I open to? I'm definitely doing... I'm definitely solo polyamorous. Um, I'm definitely compersion. I'm open... To, I am open to full quad. I'm open to polycule. I'm definitely compersion. I'm open to Meta More, Power More. Um I'm open to Quad. I'm open to Triad. Um I'm open to secondary. Now, it comes to primary, um, I can have a main squeeze, but we don't live together or have kids, nor are we married to each other, so it's kind of like a casual primary polyamorous relationship. It's kind of like a, it's basically a casual main squeeze, so, I'm open to all of them as long as I get to be my cash so. And so that is exactly how I feel. And I want to mention something. In closing. Uh. One person named Pal says. That. Still fine in the court here give me some time. Here we go. I love being nominables because I'm someone who loves novelty and exploration says so Pocket. That I get to get that by being with as many people as I want. So I wanna get more detail because I said this earlier much earlier in previous episodes. I would say that yes I do love novelty and exploration and the whole And I do, when it comes to that, I get to get there by being with as many people as I want. Here's the thing that I've discovered. By not being obsessed with having sex with as many partners as possible, I get to have much more partners than... I get to have much more partners than the ones who are obsessed with having as many partners as possible. I get more partners than I've ever dreamed of. So yes, I do get to get that by being with as many people as I want. But I get to be with many more people than I thought. I would be able to all-around experience. So when you don't obsess over, I gotta have as many people as possible to sleep with. The beautiful thing for me is I get to sleep with more people than I've ever visualized in my mental portrait pictures. And so, yes, Antonio does get to be with as many people as Antonio wants (laughs) because I am a person who's gentle and generous within my internal noble character and I say in closing let's get back to the Bible So, you have this word for word quotes and passages. uh, The issue is there's no recording, nothing was typed, nothing is written down, so that's very concerning. And as for sex, I want to say that, in the words of how, how is saying, I also have a high capacity for purpose but someone else is for so seeing my partner sexually feeling happy makes me happy. And that's how the fuck I feel. And in closing, my ethical non helps me own my skills in problem solving, communication, and making a whole new boundaries because we all properly identify what our desires and needs are within my healthy polyamorous relationships. OK, guys, you. you. OK, good, good.